Welcome back to another episode of Agile Way podcast, where we explore challenges organizations face on their Agile journey. How to become great Scrum Master, how to change your leadership style, or how to embrace agility at the organization level. I'm Suzy Shukova, Agile coach, certified Scrum trainer, and author of the great Scrum Master book and Agile leader book, and I'm your host for this podcast. I'm passionate about business agility, organizational culture, and Agile leadership, and that was the reason why I decided to start this podcast, to share with you my experiences and stories from my Agile journey. For the third series of this podcast, I'm inviting speakers of Agile Prague Conference so they can introduce their topics and they can also share with us a little bit about themselves and what they see happening in an Agile space. If you want to hear more, we would invite you for Agile Prague Conference September 19-20-2022. So let me welcome here Mark. He is one of our Agile Prague speakers and I have a first question here for you. What are you currently passionate about in Agile space? Well, um, I'm extremely passionate about OKRs and about um, coaching, both individuals and at a system level. So tell me more about OKRs. I always have them in that category of this boring process with too many numbers, which no one can understand. I know that's not the intention, but you know, from right. a practical. So yeah. tell me more about that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny, anytime you hear something new or, or there's a process or a new approach, um, you know, there, there's a potential to do something amazing with it or to just have it fall flat. And so a lot of that will just depend on, you know, what your experience is like. With OKRs, the, the best side of them is the one where you really focus on the value. And a lot of that can be, if you are a team that builds a product, it's about focusing on the outcomes for your customer, like what problems are you trying to solve for your customer and how would you measure that? And, and what's, what I think is really neat about that is it really connects the people on the teams and even organizations, depending upon the level of OKR. So you could have these at a team level, an org level, a company, wherever, but um, they can really connect you with the purpose of why you do what you do. And they can really kind of add extra meaning and, and it can separate um, some of what the focus has been over, I don't know, the last 20 years uh, with Scrum has been so much delivery. And so if we think about delivering and delivering fast and whatnot, sometimes it's not just about delivering, you know, it's not the speed of delivery, it's what's the impact we're making. So even if we deliver 100 stories, 200 stories, whatever, did we make a real impact? And so what I love about OKRs is they can express that impact and connect teams with purpose, which can motivate them. Um, so they know why they're doing what they're doing and they can come up with ideas and be creative. And then the other thing that I really love about them is they can provide insights to the team on their effectiveness of, are they achieving those impacts and what, what are they learning? So they get a lot out of it while also focusing on things for customers. Can you give us some example of a OKR for maybe one of your clients or something which you used in the past? So we have a sense like how detailed it is or... Yeah, is it okay if I give a personal example or do you want a business? Sure, that's perfectly fine. All right, so uh, here's my personal example for, the, for this, uh, this forum. So during COVID, uh, I 
didn't exercise as much as I wanted to, and I didn't eat as well as I wanted to, and I, I totally put on a bunch of weight. Uh, and for me, the only reason that was a problem is because I couldn't fit into some of the clothes that I have, uh, and I didn't have as much energy. So I actually set a quarterly goal for myself, and I use the word goal and OKR interchangeably, but I set a quarterly goal for myself to, um, to like lose a certain amount of weight. And so my objective was to basically, uh, you know, get healthier. And so one of my key results was to, to lose about 20 to 25 pounds. So that was a, something I could measure. I, yeah, it seems like a lot. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, like, wow. But, but it wasn't, you know, there's lots of ways I could achieve that. And so I could exercise. I could do, I could exercise some number of days a week, but I don't make that a key result because that's an activity that helps me towards the outcome. Um, and so, you know, ultimately there's diet and there's exercise and things I'll go do, but those things don't get put into uh, the objective as key results. There could be other measures too. Like I could have a measure around uh, injury. Like I, as I'm getting older and my kids are getting older, I, I can't keep up with them, but I can continue to do the things that I enjoy and try to do it injury free. So I might have lose weight and um, be able to do certain activities and then do, do them without injury. So I might have three different key results for this objective. And so the ways that I achieve those, might, I might discover them throughout the quarter. I might have some ideas and try them. They may work, they may not work. Um, and so I learn along the way as I'm trying to make this impact for myself. Now, did you achieve that goal? I did, I did, but now I have to maintain. So now I'm maintaining, I'm super happy. I fit in all my clothes. I actually need to wear belts more often. It's awesome, I love it. But now maintaining it, that might be even more difficult, right? Uh, or no? Sort of, I've developed a habit now. The tricky part's gonna be, we're gonna go on vacation in a couple of weeks, but the good news is we're going dieting. So I have a reason to kind of like, watch what I do because for diving you need to kind of take care of yourself that's right that's right so very interesting I would be very interested about your talk about OKRS at Agile Prague and speaking of your journey you already gave us one uh, like personal mm -hmm. experience what you did for your life maybe even what was your biggest learning on your agile journey? Like if you look back all those years, what did you really learn about yourself? So much. It's amazing how much you have to fail to learn so much about yourself. If it's okay, I'll give you two, I'll give you two inflection points that were key for me. So I, I, got, I went full-time into agile coaching from being a scrum master in 2013. So now it's been almost a decade of full-time agile coaching. My first big learning was when I kind of understood the idea of uh, lean thinking in terms of like having a systems view in terms of the work and relationships between work and relationships between departments and, and things like that, because it gave me a tool I didn't have before with Scrum um, to be able to affect other parts of an organization to help them um, uh, see what's happening for them and manage their own work. Um, so that when they can see things, they can make other decisions than the ones they're making, which tends to help them. So that was one part of just like a tool in my tool belt uh, that was helpful to me because it gave me a way to help them. The second and much more liberating moment for me <laughs> was the one where I realized um, that I actually needed to be a coach and not just use the title coach. So when I learned how to do coaching, 
that is really, you know, giving people choice and uh, supporting and challenging. And it's all the things you learn in uh, ICF, the International Coaching Federation, and ORSC, uh, which is, you know, systems coaching, it's relationship systems coaching. So either individuals or groups of people. And when I really practiced and got my accreditation um, as a professional coach and, and went through the ORSC training, it was eye-opening because what I realized is I don't need to be the smartest person in the room. I don't need to solve every problem. Um, I need to be here and pay attention and listen and sure, offer some challenge, but I'm here to support those people and meet them where they are. And these people can do amazing things um, if I just you know, support them in the right ways. So it took the weight off of my shoulders and changed the way that I look at, at clients and it's enabled me to just be way more effective. Now, what an easy decision for you to start coaching because I asked for me, it was a very long and very difficult in a sense decision because I'm coming from this technical background and coaching was on the far edge and very discomfortable. Now, once I go and I did ORSC as well, I really love it and I'm using it, but how about you? Was it a simple, like natural or how did you turn yourself into a coach? It was hard. Um, it was hard, but... Um... So I, I took a similar path, right? I was a I was a software engineer. I was an architect for a while, and at some point, I just I realized there's always going to be a new framework. There's always going to be a new API, and I'm not sure I can keep up with it all. And I thought to myself, I, I could have a broader, deeper impact that, and I needed a change. So um, coaching, I really got introduced to this by my friend uh, Jake Calabrese. You might know, um, he's a good buddy of mine, and he sort of encouraged me down this path. And I started doing it and it was scary because I'm like, I don't know how to do this. And I was doing it on Zoom calls in front of other people. Um, and it's amazing how when you're forced to stretch and grow and you do something that's ambitious for yourself and you stick with it, um, what can be possible? So as I started to get better at it and reading and practicing and everything else, I just gained confidence and I realized the power of this. And as I could see what that did for other people, I was like, this is absolutely the right decision. I felt the same way about it. It's like really the decision which completely changed the way how I work and how I interact with my clients and everything. Right? Uh, look at the future now. So uh, we are in Agile for like a long time. 2001, there was this Agile manifesto, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you look into 20 plus years ahead, what do you think is the future of Agile? What that future is going to bring us? You know, I, I thought long and hard about this question. And because uh, 20 years has passed by quickly, it feels like, you know what I mean? It's like you snap your fingers and that time is gone. And so just like reflecting on like what's changed to be, paint a realistic picture of what the future might be. Because it feels like today there is, I think coaching has become a real kind of thing. And more and more people are learning that skill and getting that accreditation. And so the hope, my hope, for this industry is that that continues to pervade not only the coaching industry, but make its way kind of deeper into organizations, companies, nonprofits, uh, government, ideally, but, um, but society. So, so the, big, the big goal would be that it changes kind of the way we treat one another, that we, we lean into bringing your human side to work and making that okay, and just being better people together and focusing on relationships with each other for common purposes. So it's 
I, that's the side I would like to see the future be is that more and more people do that and that that changes the way we we act with each other in the world but also if I have to be more realistic you know at companies where we do a lot of our work and that would be nice thank you very much for a chat I'm looking forward to see you at Agile Prague September 1920 and thank you very much awesome thanks for having me Thanks for listening to this episode of the Agile Way podcast hosted by Zuzi Shukhova, author of the Great Scrum Master book and Agile Leader book. If you love listening to this podcast, please leave us a review. If there is any topic you are particularly interested in and would like to hear another episode on it, let me know. For more information about me and my Agile classes, visit our website sochova.com S-O-C-H-O-V-A dot com Thank you for listening.